Hey world, this is Ross here with my podcast, episode 19. A um, couple dates, I'm actually leaving tonight to go on a four-day run with Flying Buffaloes. We're leaving out of Nashville. They're actually picking me up from the Ben Folds Tall Height Show, um, and we're hitting the road, getting a little bit of the driving out of the way. But we're gonna, uh, we'll be in Cleveland tomorrow, at the Beachland Tavern, um, and then Thursday we're going to be at Southgate House Revival in Newport, Kentucky, right over the river from Cincinnati. Then we'll be at the Shrunken Head in Columbus, Ohio on August 24th, Friday, and then we'll be in Detroit on Saturday, August 25th at Night Market at Beacon Park. That's actually going to be a really good show. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, this whole tour is going to be great. Um it's my first band tour of Ohio, my first band tour leaving from Nashville since I've moved here. All the stuff I've been doing really has been solo, so I'm really excited. So I'll, I'll, we'll talk, we will talk about this um, as I get further into the podcast. I also just updated the playlist, the Hey World playlist on Spotify with some new music from my buddy Elliot Blaufus. And then um, Michelle Brooke just released a new song. She is a badass songwriter here. Then um, Colony House, who I actually just saw at Live on the Green here in Nashville, the Lightning 100 uh, free concert series. And then I threw a song on here called Girl by SYML. I've never heard of this person before, but um, I was just kind of like searching through Spotify, dug this song and figured I'd throw it on the list. So yeah, subscribe. Hey World playlist on Spotify. Check out rosslivermore.com for all of my upcoming dates and um, any information about myself or the band. And uh, Dude Stoked, as always, your Dude Stoked on Instagram. Check that out. And uh, check out what we have in store and what we have at the store. In store and on the online store. Cool. Um, hey World, episode 19. Let's do it. All right, here we are. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the weekly podcast that is Hey World. Um, from my office, me sitting here talking alone in the office and then putting it on the internet. I, uh, Tina's, if you can, if you're watching the Instagram live feed, she is just like on the ground right here. She is just snoring away. Um, quite the character. We actually got Tina a Fitbit. <laughs> So we, we take her to um, Banfield, which is the vet at PetSmart. It's kind of like the equivalent of Gentle Dental or Aspen Dental, kind of like one of those corporate um, vets. And Emma got an email saying, would you like to try out the whistle, which is the dog's equivalent to um, a Fitbit. <laughs> so you clip it onto her leash or onto her collar 
and it tracks her calories burned and her active time versus her rest time. And, um, oh, Jesus Christ, Josh Moody. <laughs> Just getting creepy right off the bat. <laughs> um, so we got her this, this thing. It was free. This is not something I would pay for, um, for an animal. Um, so we clipped it on her collar and she wore it for a couple days and it was, I think the second day she had 17 hours, 17 or 18 hours of rest time and then 14 minutes of active time for the whole day. Um, so she is not as fit as one might think she is, but we're working on it with the doggy Fitbit. It's called a whistle. It's really like the 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 shit that they have for dogs um is just crazy. It's so wild. Um but another Tina story, I came home today, I got coffee with Paul who's in town and then Caleb and I get home and there's just a huge pile of puke right on my rug. Just this dog is a high maintenance bitch. <laughs> um Anyway, anyway, we're off to a good start here in episode 19. Um, I'm actually only live on Instagram right now because so I'm going on tour with the Flying Buffaloes and I dropped off all of my gear, all the merch, all the stuff um, at their house because they're going to pick me up because I'm going to the Tall Heights and Ben Fold show tonight, which is going to be great. And they're picking me up in their RV from the show. And then we're just going to hit the road from there. But I actually forgot. Well, I can't really take anything into the show. So I gave them uh, the iPad is in there, which I normally do Facebook live on the iPad and then Instagram live on the iPhone. Um, But I'm only live on Instagram because the flying buffaloes guys have all my stuff. Um, But I'm actually really pumped for this tour. So they have an RV and this RV is one of those like sleeper edition RVs. So it's a, um, if you, it, it's like, I, I don't know. I, don't, I think it's like 2008, nine, something like that, maybe 2010. And, um, it's one of those RVs that has the like sides that pop out so you can have a little bit more space. So they have two bunks in the back and then a queen bed and then there's a couch and then a kitchen table and, uh, the, kitchen table and the couch make their own bed so we're all gonna just stay in the stay in the camper and uh and hit the road i'm actually really pumped though so they're they are a five-piece rock country band and they do broadway and they're crushing it and they're just like doing a bunch of touring um oh so josh moody is on the live cast and he said he saw the tall heights Ben Folds and Cake is actually on the show tonight too, which I love Cake, the band. Um, he said he saw the show in Boston. I'm actually really pumped because they're playing at Ascend, which is a similar like style venue here, like a shed, like a small shed, kind of like Great Woods, but a little smaller. Um, so it'll be great. I'm really pumped for that show. And he said it was very dank and I am excited. It was <laughs> I heard it was wet. It was it was a uh it was a rainy show. Um it actually might rain tonight, but 
we got backstage passes, so we'll just be able to stay dry, hopefully. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so what the hell? What the hell am I talking about? I'm getting all sidetracked. Um, yeah, so I got this tour with the Buffaloes, and they have a sick RV, and um, I'm just really pumped to do a tour whether no matter how short it is that I don't have to drive the whole time. Um, I actually don't think I'm going to drive at all on this tour, which is really cool. Even though you don't need the size of the RV that they have, I don't think you need a specific license, like a different license for it, but they're all used to driving it. I've never driven an RV, so I think I'm just going to naturally not have to drive, which will be sweet. Um, because that's a lot of time I can spend on reading Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, year five. Um, but it's going to be great. I'm like, this is actually my first tour um, as a that I'll be playing with a band. So it's really cool that I can link up with these guys because they were on AGD, the artist development company that I was working with. And... Um, between them and myself, we were the two that were really trying to get on the road more. And um, we were like, why don't we link up on on a tour? So Danny, their drummer, booked two of the shows. And then I booked two of the shows. And then they're, so Danny and then their bassist, Barry, um, they're both going to be my rhythm section. So I'm going to be performing as a trio for these four shows. And then they're going to be playing as a five-piece, um, which will be cool because I think the... The one in Detroit, I'll be the 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 second act, and then there's a, a Latin band after, which is going to be pretty great. And then um, they're starting that show out. So I think the shows that I'm booking, I'll be the technical headliner, and the ones they're booking, they will be. Um, but it's cool. It's just going to be great. It'll be nice to get on the road with another band who is aspiring to do the same stuff. Because typically, when I go out, I've either been by myself or um, with Trevor. And it's great because I like just being by yourself out for even like a couple days when you're just going to places you don't know where you're going and you don't know what the gigs are going to be like most of the time. It can be, you know, it can be, it can get lonely. It can get a little exhausting. So having other people to share um, the experience with is always a better thing. And I'm just pumped because like ideally like the, the solo touring I feel like as a means to an end for me. Cause like I, I like performing solo. I like playing sets alone and like telling the stories behind the songs and being a little bit more of the troubadour type, but it's not really the end goal for me. It's not really the thing that I love about music and it never really has been. I mean, I, I do like it. Um, and I think through doing the podcast, it's helped me, um, become a better storyteller because <laughs> there has been some shows that I have done and like, uh, man, I, nothing I can say between songs has landed <laughs> and it can be brutal. Um, so that's why I like doing the podcast cause it just kind of like helps me. I think I talked about this last week, but it helps me work that muscle, the, uh, storyteller muscle. Um, but ideally like I'm doing all the solo stuff just to, uh, get my bearings for the new markets and like get on the road and start to develop something and eventually get a band on the road, which is cool because I'm starting to play with guys here 
in Nashville that are able to do that. So it's like, I think Phil, actually Phil was supposed to do this run with us, but he had one show on Saturday that conflicted. Everything else um, worked really well, um, except for the show Saturday, which was like, ah, it would have been awesome. Um, that would have been really cool because then we would have had the four piece. We would have been a full band. Um, trio's interesting. I like trio with Paul and Phil because Phil plays keys, obviously, and he does the left-hand bass. So that that trio is different than like your typical like blues-style trio, like guitar, bass, and drums. Because, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm getting better as a guitarist, but I'm by no means uh, on, the, on the level that I need to be to carry an ensemble um, with my guitar playing. Um, but I mean, that's why you do it. That's why you continue to take shows like this as a trio because it, it forces you to get better. And it, I mean, you know, throw yourself into the fire. Um, but it'll be cool. We had a couple rehearsals with Barry and, and Danny and they really enjoy learning the songs and we're starting to play together. Well, I feel like playing four, two rehearsals and then four nights by the last show will be like pretty dialed in. I'm it'll be, it'll be nice. I think we'll have a lot of driving time to work on, work on some harmonies and, and, um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm just pumped to be in the RV <laughs> to be honest. It's going to be a, it'll be great. Ideally, you know, I, it'd be nice to eventually like in a couple years get to a point. Cause like my, the Honda element is paid off. I actually received the title for the car today. So I am the owner outright of the 2009 Honda element. Um, but it'll be cool. Maybe in a couple of years, I'll like, we'll see how the value of that car is. And maybe, maybe I'll use it to put a down payment on a, on a sprinter or an RV or who knows, well, who knows where we're going to be in two years. Um, that, but that would be cool though. We can all have dreams. We can all have aspirations, but it, it, you know, one of the things that I've, I've, I keep trying to remind myself and I think as artists and people who are aspiring to like live um, and like a, like l try to create a career in the arts and in music, especially um, it's important to keep, like keep reminding yourself where you're at. I think, cause like sometimes, you know, you see other bands and they're kicking ass and they're, you know, touring all over the country. And, um, it's, it's like the, the social, the, one of the downfalls of social media, you, you, you know, you see a festival announcement and you see a friend's band and you're just like, God damn it. I want to be on that festival. And it like can ruin your day. And I've, I've talked about this before, but, um, I think it's also important to be like, okay, like I started to get on the road really like seriously I think last November, last October in 2017. And in less than a year, um, I'm starting to get, this is the first time I've gotten a band on the road. So like that in itself is progress. And I'm going back to similar, the same markets that I've hit. This will be the third time going, I think third time, third time going back to Columbus and Cleveland and Cincinnati. I've never been to Detroit, so it'll be cool. It's like three markets that I've hit regularly and then one that um, 
you can keep adding on. So it's like eventually you'll add on another one next time. So it'll be a five day run and you can just kind of keep doing it. I don't know. Like I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to remind myself regularly that progress is happening, you know, because it's a hard thing to see sometimes. It definitely is a real hard thing to see because you're like, man, you know, I should be further along. I should be doing all this stuff. Um, but you are. Like, I, I am. There's progress every day. I, you know what I did notice, too? Um, <clears throat> I think I've gone back and forth a lot on this podcast about, like, if I should be doing it and what the point is. But, like, ever since I started, the Spotify numbers have been climbing. Like, not a ton, you know, by no means viral. But every all of the numbers on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, everything's kind of, like incrementally climbing up and getting better than it was last week and the week before everything's growing which is the the most important thing forward motion in your career whether it's like oh i got 10 new likes this week or whether it's like you know you had like barstool tweet about your thing and then like your your profile went viral it doesn't you know what i mean it's like as long as you are moving forward and and continually like pushing the boundaries that you can push. Um, that's it. And actually, you know, I, I check, I check the, uh, I try not to do it as much like analytics and it, it, cause you can just drive yourself crazy looking at like numbers that matter, but really don't, you know, like you could check out how many people listen to your Spotify and songs and what's your most popular song. And, how many people are looking at your website and what pages they're visiting and how long they're visiting. And it's just like, you, like I've, I've, I am guilty of driving myself crazy looking at this shit and just like wasting time. Um, but you know, and, and same with the podcast. I like, I look at the numbers and it's actually, since I started it, it's doing better. And I try not to look at it too much cause I try to just like do it and enjoy it and like enjoy it for what it is. Just me kind of like, hashing out stuff that I've been thinking about. Um, so I looked at, I, I looked this morning actually at like what the last episode um, got for listens. And typically I, I've noticed the regular theme now is um, that I have been getting within the first week of a new episode, I've been getting tw- like 20 listens Um in the first week and then eventually like they all climb up. So, and then they all kind of like cap out at 50, which might not sound great, but for me starting a podcast and just doing nothing and just like talking about my own like experience in trying to create a career. That's crazy. That is like way more than I could have really thought or really, or really imagined. I just started doing it, not thinking about it, but the thing that I did notice was that uh, my last week's episode got 88 listens in the first week, which was way more than any other episode. So I'm like, this is weird. Um, this is really bizarre. So I looked at the countries. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So I, I looked at the countries and it was, I think I got like, I don't know, like 60 listens in the Netherlands. So that means either one of two things. 
there's a spam account that's listening and I'm getting like a click farm going through this random ass episode or the stuff that I'm saying is resonating with some people in the Netherlands and the internet works in mysterious ways. Who knows? I mean, like, I don't know how I can even really look into that, but, um, either way, it, it's, it was way more than I could have expected. Let me see what this Joe is saying something fish printer. So Joe, he is a, an artist in Salem and he makes these insane prints of like, he'll take fish and like tails and all sorts of other stuff. I'm, I'm doing a terrible job explaining what you do. But then he'll make prints on maps of, of like these fish. You should check it out. It's really, really cool stuff. I actually bought for my brother, I bought a four set of these tuna table mats because his whole house is, he's, he is building this crazy house in Beverly and it's tuna themed. I'm reading. He says, cool. My daughter's looking to do tour, but can't because she has another job how do you deal with that um i have always tried to get my jobs and my money making whatever i'm trying to however i'm trying to make money i've always just tried to like get something that understood where i was coming from like i, I in salem i worked at vix and they were always really cool in nashville there's so many aspiring artists that most of the places um, that you work kind of get that people are trying to tour. So I've always, I've never really gotten like the nine to five job with vacation time. That's really like a tough thing to balance. Like you have a set amount of vacation time, so you can't really travel. Um, any side job that I've gotten, I've tried to just like respect the job and be really nice and easy to work with so when an opportunity like a tour pops up um they seem to be able to or will more willing to work with me um on days that i need off so i think it's just like a combination of finding a job that is flexible and treating the job with respect and uh being cool to the boss you know you scratch my back i'll scratch yours type of thing um so yeah i mean and I think, like, if you want a tour, like, start small, too. Like, in Salem, go up to New Hampshire, Vermont. Um, there's so many cool cities. You can go to the South Shore. There's, like, you know, start within the small circle. Don't be like, I'm going to do a two-week tour. Just do, like, weekend here, weekend there, and start to build it out. And as you – so you don't really even need to take a ton of time off. You just really need to, like, take a couple nights off. Um Oh yeah, we're we're doing a little networking here. Joe should hit up the uh the 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 Moody sisters at their shop in Beverly. Um Yeah, so Joe's shop is on the the wharf in Salem. It's badass. Like great, great stuff. Um and then Kate Moody and Jess Moody own a shop in on Cabot Street. Yeah, it's Cabot Street. This is you know, hey, this podcast is is uh, creating opportunities for more than just me. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Austin's listening too. I know. I so I, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this this like 
random jump in listeners in the Netherlands. I don't know why that happened. I certainly am not paying for listens. So that is not a thing that happens. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's, who knows? I actually had a friend's band um, named Reign of Kindo, and they signed to this label, uh, this label called um, Candy Rat Records. And what they did, they had a really big YouTube following. It was right around the time YouTube started, and uh, they signed Reign of Kindo, actually, because their drummer's dad contacted the label. And it's like, you should check out my son's band. Like, when does that ever work? Never except this one time. So they signed on to the label and what they did was um, distribute their YouTube videos through their channel. And they had a ton of subscribers just because like they started releasing the like Andy McKee and that kind of like solo instrumental guitar stuff um, that was really big. And uh so they had a big fan base for like kind of like virtuoso guitar and like kind of music nerd stuff. And um, randomly, out of nowhere, they'd never been to Japan or Brazil. They developed this like really big fan base out of nowhere in Japan and then um, in a couple cities in Brazil. So they would go there once a year and play for like 500, 600 cl- like capacity clubs. Crazy without knowing anyone down there. They were just contacted by a promoter and just said like, hey, these people really want to see you play. Like, we'll bring you down here. And it worked. And maybe, who knows, maybe this is the beginning of a uh, a trip out to Holland. Yeah, for me. I don't know. I went there once in college and smoked a ton of weed. <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe that'll just happen again. <laughs> I don't know. Who the hell knows? Um, but anyway, yeah, it's all good stuff. And then, um, yeah. And, and I got to spend some quality time with Paul Dumas last night at the hotel. Um, I think they've been sleeping mostly on the bus, but they, uh, had a night off here in Nashville. So they all got hotel rooms and it's just great. Great catching up with him. Great catching up with the tall heights guys. And I am going to see them tonight with the Griff. It's going to be fun. Hopefully the rain holds off for us here. Um, <laughs> Joe said, if I contacted labels for my daughter, she wouldn't speak to me again. <laughs> so, see, I, you know, my mother always is like, I'm going to just send your songs to Ellen. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, that's so embarrassing. Even though I'm like 34. It's, I feel like anything your parents do is going to be embarrassing. But I mean, Steve Patton, this is a perfect example. His dad contacted this label and they got signed to it. So, I mean, like never, I never underestimate the power of a parent who wants their kids to succeed. (laughs) And, you know, it's taken me 34 years to understand that, but. You know, maybe I should send my songs to Ellen <laughs> and like and, and any other daytime talk show. It, I mean, it's it's all that type of stuff is is luck. It's all like who the who the hell knows? I was actually talking to Paul about this last night. You know, the the music industry, especially now, it's great because 
everything's kind of been blown up and there's no right way to do anything or wrong way. It's just, you just have to kind of keep doing stuff. Like no one really knows what the hell is going on. What an, what a weird industry, right? Like you have this industry completely built on people who are just like, I don't know, let's give this a shot. And it works or it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like you're managing artists and selling like an emotion almost. It's like so crazy. The whole the whole business. And like that's why if you can just like dumb it down to like starting a shop, starting a business. That's the only way I can really like wrap fully like wrap my head around what I'm trying to do. Or what anyone's trying to do. It's like, there is no music business. It's just, you're starting a business. Just like the Moody's shop or just like Joe's shop. You know, you have a, you have a vision and you just kind of keep, keep at it and keep adjusting and, you know, keep trying stuff. If something works, it works. If something doesn't, it doesn't. And I've, you know, like who like if I was in college and said like hey you when you're 34 you're gonna be living in Nashville and you're gonna be putting out records still and like hosting a podcast and still you know I would have thought you were crazy but I don't know like you just gotta keep trying new things and if it's working it's working and if it's not try another thing um hey Joe I'll see you later I think, yeah, we're all winging it. That's, that's, that's part of the fun. You know, I'm not trying to sit in one sit in an office and just, even though I'm technically sitting in an office right now, but it's my home office and I'm talking on the internet, <laughs> but you know, it's just like, that's part, part of the fun of the whole thing is like, we don't know what the hell's going on. And like some days it'll be great. Some days it'll be bad, but, um, who the hell knows where you'll end up in two years? You know, maybe I'll sell my car and maybe I'll be in a sprinter. Maybe I'll keep the element forever and I can skip that whole phase. Who knows? Um, But I think it's important to just like continue the work. I think the work is just rewarded with more work, you know? Um, That's, I think that's right. Austin, the slow drag said, uh, a lot of people make it because someone else gave up. Well, it's funny because like that band I was just talking about, Raina Kindo, they, Joey, their singer, produced a couple of our earlier albums. Um, and one of the things he always said, it was just like last band standing, you know, is the one. And, you know, I've been doing it for a long enough time now where you just see people and you get it. I, I get it. I get why people don't want to do it. You know, it's a, it's a pain in the ass in a lot of ways. And it's, there's no guarantee. I was actually talking about Emma last night and like how, um, kind of amazed I am at her, you know, and how she's kind of made this life here and how she's doing so well in school, but also like her believing in me, you know, I was like, I'm just going to go down to Nashville and try to make a career in like the craziest way possible. And one of the hardest things to do and like really succeed at and make money at, because there's not a lot of money right now. Um, 
I think there is, there's money to be made, but it's still a like really tough. And she's like, cool. Yeah, I'll come too. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing that she is here, you know, and has my back through it. That's like a really, a really, uh, reassuring thing that even though things might not be awesome or maybe they will be that she'll kind of be there and have your back. I don't know. It's a, it's a cool thing. And if you're just like, you're, you're sticking with it and you're, you keep playing and I don't know, being a good person, it's anything's possible to quote, to, 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 to quote the, uh, the, the great Kevin Garnett Celtics champion. Anything's possible. Um, but yeah, it's all great. It's all great stuff. I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to go on the road this weekend. And, uh, I think that'll do it for me. I'll fill you in next week about all the crazy stuff that we're going to get into up in Ohio and Michigan and, uh, stay tuned. I'll try to get to the bottom of all these new listeners from Netherlands too. Maybe I'll have an answer. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'll try to get to the bottom of it and figure this out. So, uh, so thank you guys so much for listening again to the podcast. Uh, this has been episode 19. Um, if you like the podcast, give it a rating on iTunes, give it a share, maybe tell some friends. Um, you can visit rosslivermore.com. That's my website to see what I'm playing next. We have some shows in Salem in December. We're doing two nights at Opus. If I have any North shore listeners here, um, and uh yeah if you're up in ohio this weekend or this early late week weekend run come to one of the shows say hey cool and also check out the hey world playlist on spotify i'm updating that weekly um and that will do it for me we'll see you next time godspeed all right i'll see you guys later i'll instagram some videos from ben folds tonight okay Bye-bye.